Yo, what is going on, guys? Membro here. We got another College Football Weekly podcast. And then we'll also we'll also get into Christian McCaffrey getting traded to the 49ers. Uh, that one, huge blockbuster deal. The 49ers traded all of their pick, pretty pretty much like all of their picks. So let, let's, let's go over the scores first, as we usually do. And we had our, I think our one, well... Our one and only two top 10 teams matching up. Yeah, Oregon and UCLA battle for the Pac-12, and Oregon dominated. Uh, it was an even larger margin than 45-30 to 30 for really most of the game, too. Oregon dominated this one. Really helped that they were in Autzen Stadium in Eugene. Bo Nix Bo looked fantastic. So did Troy Franklin. He had two touchdowns, 132 yards. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, he was kind of the one keeping UCLA in it a lot of it, but Bo Nix, incredibly incredible five touchdown passes, 283 yards, just some great passes down the field, and Oregon was doing what they wanted. Uh, definitely, they have turned it around since that that huge loss to Georgia in Week One. They have dominated really all their other games since then. So they they look really good, and they probably should be the favorites for the Pac-12. We'll probably check in on the Pac-12 rankings after I go through these scores. Uh, Ohio State at, at first it was pretty close, but they shut Iowa down in the second half, and they and they explode again. Ohio State to me is the number one team in the country. Um, they they've just shown more dominance to me. I don't know, but also you got to take into account. Uh, that that Georgia did blow out an Oregon team that that looks pretty good. All that being said, though, this, I think the Oregon team now that we are seeing is is not the one that started it out in Week One. They've had to get things adjusted and stuff, especially Bo Nix, who's first first uh, time quarterback for Oregon um, transfer. Tennessee, they they dominate against UT Martin, give them twenty four points, but you have to 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 uh, know. Yeah, ten- Tennessee's defense, I don't think, is really the best of the best, especially for for SEC kind of standards. But their offense, if it can keep going, then you know, so be it. Uh, and then and then Clemson had a bit of a scare against Syracuse. They're able to shut them down. That defense is looking pretty good. And and DJ Uyelungle, he got benched. Um, uh yeah, he, if we go to the if he got benched in I think the second half just for a little bit as you say uh Cade Klubnik came in um 49 QBR he went 2 for 4. Will Shipley really carried it the way for Clemson and Clemson again is able to pull it out in a close win. Uh, I, I think I see just the rest of their ACC games going similar to this. Maybe they're they're actually having a better margin. But really, uh, for Clemson, they're winning games, but they're not winning games handily. Uh, that That's why I don't know if they're really in the top four at this point with other teams like Ohio State, Tennessee, uh, Michigan, teams like that. Alabama is able to bounce back in a significant way when 30-6. to six. Really could have been uh, thirty to zero. They wanted that shutout, couldn't get it. Mississippi State goes down, and I think this this should definitely be expected. A Nick Saban team's not going to lose two in a row, never, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, especially like regular season. And the big big uh, I guess you could say upset of the day was LSU beating Ole Miss. LSU um, 
that defense came in clutch again. Another one where the second half, one team was completely shut down. Uh, Ole Miss, I believe they were up like 17-3 to at one point. LSU is able to come back. You have to keep in mind, LSU now is actually top of the SEC West. So if they run the table and they win out, they can somehow beat Alabama. They can go to the SEC Championship. They can win it. They'll, they'll have two losses, but still, they can definitely turn it around, LSU. Uh, TCU and Kansas State. Kansas State, this was one where they were leading, and again, it's another uh, game where the second half, uh, uh, Kansas State is, is shut down. Um, I wasn't able to watch like a lot of games yesterday. I had uh, homecoming and stuff like that, so I wasn't able to watch a ton of the games, but... TCU is able to win and put the seven and zero. Definite favorites in the Big Twelve now. They have they they beat Oklahoma State. They beat Kansas State. Big competitors. So yeah, definitely TCU top of the top there. They have looking good. That offense is is really good. And then Oklahoma State is able to bounce back from that loss to TCU, beat Texas. So Oklahoma State is right there. Um, they can get their rematch against TCU in the Big 12 Championship. I think it would be interesting to see Oklahoma-TCU Big 12 Championship. I think that would be a, a pretty pretty good Big 12 Championship to see. Wake Forest, you know, their only loss to Clemson. And stayed in a wideout and blows out uh, Minnesota. We got Cincinnati uh, barely beating SMU. I don't think this Cincinnati team is really the same Cincinnati team that went to the playoff. You know, obviously Desmond Ritter has left. They, a lot of guys have left for Cincinnati. And then uh, Tulane is able to improve to 7-1. and one. Georgia stays number one. To me, I think Ohio State. I, I My top four, uh, uh, it goes like this. Ohio State number one. Tennessee number two. Georgia number three and Michigan number four. So I have this same top four now. Just got it kind of switched around. TCU moves up a spot after beating Kansas State. Oregon moves up two spots to number eight. And if, you know, as long as all these other teams keep winning, I think that's as far this around this area is as far as Oregon can go. And the only thing they, they can do is just win out and hope, you know, that that uh, I think what was it like a forty nine to three loss is just not that's a really bad look. You couldn't even score a touchdown on Georgia. These some of these teams will lose too. Georgia and Tennessee one will lose there. Ohio State and Michigan one will lose there. Clemson they could run the table. You know TCU and Oklahoma State up there now. Uh, USC at number ten. Um, they move up two spots off the bye. I th- they they were one of the teams that I think m- they didn't have a game and that it most helped that some other teams lost like UCLA, uh, Ole Miss as well, Syracuse. If they were able to win, obviously they'd be ahead and Clemson would probably be around in this spot. And Utah for beating USC, they are the highest two-loss team. Uh, UCLA is there. At number 12, I, I generally pretty agree with these rankings. LSU, I guess you could say, is the biggest jump uh, going up to 18 after not being ranked. Uh, Kentucky comes in there too after being, uh, well, they beat Mississippi State last week, um, it looks like. So Mississippi State, two straight losses for them. Tulane, 7-1. Tulane and Cincinnati are, I think, the best non-Power 5 schools in here. Clemson beats Syracuse. Clemson is uh, definitely 
way ahead. You look at the the conference; they're already six and zero. They have played a lot of conference games already, so they are far and ahead. They they beat Syracuse. They beat Wake Forest. Uh, they beat Florida State. You know they're they're passing all their tests here in the Atlantic Division, and then the Coastal Conference, Coastal Division. We got uh, North Carolina. There they are ahead. Here they're six and one, ranked twenty-one in the nation. Uh, Miami, uh, they look continue to look really bad. What, what's their record? Yeah, three and four. Crystal Ball leaving maybe he wishes he didn't because if you look at Oregon right now, they're looking pretty good with Dan Lenny, first time head coach. And they are looking pretty good. So let's let's move on. I just wanted to check out, you know, what what the Atlantic was looking like, what it was looking like for Clemson, and they look like they are definitely a lock for the for the ACC. Going to the Big Twelve, you got yeah TCU and Oklahoma State. They are the top teams here. TCU beat Oklahoma State. They are ahead. Um, and look against AP uh, top twenty five teams. TCU is four and zero. And just like in their conference 4-0, maybe they did they have they beaten all conference opponents uh, were ranked or something. Kansas, uh, they lose again. They lose again. So what? Is, three straight losses after starting um, after starting five and zero. Kansas, they are they gonna lose like the rest of their games? Like that would be really sad uh, for Kansas, and and that that would mean they don't even get a bowl berth. They'd be five and seven. So yeah, we'll we'll see how it turns out for Kansas. Oklahoma at the bottom, not used to seeing that, but they are they are just not good this year. Um, so yeah, I th- I think you could definitely see you know it's going to be you know Texas losing uh, to Oklahoma State. If they were able to beat Oklahoma State, they could probably get more in the race. But maybe I think it's mostly going to be between these three teams, and then Texas and Baylor may. Maybe even Texas Tech, you know, they're sitting at two and two, have an outside shot at the Big Twelve Championship. Going to the Big Ten, we got uh Michigan and Ohio State firmly in the driver's seat. If those two win out, that would be an exciting, probably top four matchup for that big rivalry. Penn State is still there. If they can uh they, they lost to Michigan, if they can go out, they beat Ohio State, they're right back into the race. And then Illinois, kind of a surprise. Uh, they're one of those teams. They're one of these teams that are doing really good this year. That usually, you know, you don't see a lot of. Obviously, against AP uh, top teams, though, they have not played an AP top twenty-five team yet. You look at the Big Ten overall; it's a little weak. It's a little weak. We, you saw like the the big uh, the Big Twelve teams were like four and zero, like TCU. Uh, only like one one game for all of the East here, and then these bottom teams, Minnesota, Iowa, they've lost all their games against AP top twenty five teams. So the Big Ten is a little weak. The reason why I think Ohio State's the top there, um, you know, when the competition is served, I'm sure they will do well. And you know, there's nothing they can do if the teams that are playing are bad. They just go got to go out and dominate, and that's what Ohio State is doing so far. Um, I don't know what it is there, but let's go to, uh, I guess, BYU lost to Liberty. Uh, they are 4-4 four four now. Liberty is 
seven and one. So they should maybe be moving into the top 25 soon. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that's uh, there's a few more independents than I remember. Like Yukon is here. Um, New Mexico State. Yeah, a few more independents. Let's go to the Pac-12. Now, the last uh, podcast I think I did, um, I didn't realize that the Pac-12 had actually moved to just the top two teams get to be in and not divisions anymore. So the way it's looking right now, I guess they have it ranked Oregon and USC would play each other. Again, it's going to be a battle between these top four uh, teams and then maybe Oregon State has an outside shot at getting in. They're going to need a lot of help from up here. Uh, but Oregon, they're top 4-0. They're looking very good. Utah and Oregon, that's going to be a big matchup. When, is that next? No, that that's that's the uh, second to last week. So I think Oregon, they should be able to get through these. You know, uh, Washington might be a tough test. And then they got to buckle down for Utah and Oregon State. Oregon State is pretty good this year. They probably got the best defense in the Pac-12. And uh, so that should be a very interesting matchup. Let's go to the remaining schedule of USC. What can they do to get into the Pac-12 championship? Uh, they, they can just win out and and probably beat UCLA. And they might, even though if they, you know, when you think about it here, they're going, they're going to need to obviously win out, beat UCLA. That would be a big, uh, big win for them. And then I think they would need uh, Oregon to beat Utah too in this same week. That's going to be an exciting week. That second to last week, November nineteenth, will be US uh, USC and UCLA, and then Utah and Oregon. That will be definitely exciting. If yeah, you got the standings right here. They would need uh, Oregon to beat Utah. Um, so Utah gets two losses in the conference, and then it'd be Oregon and USC in the Pac-12 championship. They obviously don't want to lose to Notre Dame, but it wouldn't matter uh, because obviously they're not in the conference. Basically, it's basically you got to win out for all these teams. You cannot have a kind of a mistake for Oregon even. Like if they lose a game, they have to lose maybe again. They would have to lose like against a Cal or a Colorado, a team that's not really threatening to to win the conference. They definitely couldn't lose to Utah cuz that would uh, that would open up things. For U- UCLA after losing to Oregon, what did they got? They got Stanford, Arizona State, Arizona, USC and California. They got a eh, little bit of a tougher schedule obviously. You know, they had a really easy one almost losing to South Alabama. It's been getting tougher and tougher here as we go down. So we'll see how they respond from the loss. They play Stanford, which Stanford is not that good this year. As you can see, they're all the way at the bottom, uh, three and four. Finally, you can go to Utah here. They have two losses, but they're still in in it because that other loss was to Florida. They beat USC in a thriller uh, two weeks ago. They got Washington State at Washington State, and that's going to be a sneaky tough one for sure. And then the big the big game is going to be against Oregon. So basically. In conclusion, for the Pac, if if you're a Pac-12 team, you you looking to get into the championship, you just gotta win out. That that's it. You can't rely, you know, e- like the one team that could 
how that could maybe have a slip up is Oregon just because they're undefeated, but they'd have to have the slip up against a team like like Cal or Colorado. But you you know obviously don't want that because Oregon I'm you know gunning for for a playoff spot and so is USC. Uh, they lose by one to a Utah team that I think is really good. And if they you know make their way in there, they're gonna USC is going to need help. Uh, actually, when you th- think about it usc is going to be the team that needs help even though you see them in second even it um they're going to need oregon to beat utah because i think at that point if we uh if utah beats oregon let's think who would be in the championship i think utah would be in it and then ooh, that's tough I think you might have to put Oregon too, even if they lose to Utah, uh, just because USC lost to Utah. Yeah, that would be very complicated. It might go to points for and against at that point. Uh, So, but it's fun. You get to four top fifteen teams uh, for the Pac-12. This is first time in a while. I feel like that you know getting some some good. Uh, quality competition, good teams for the Pac-12. Going to the SEC. The big game is going to be Georgia and Tennessee. This is going to be a top three matchup. That will be certainly exciting. And then also Alabama and LSU. That that could be a really good matchup too. Uh, I forgot to look um, the for, for Pac-12 where we can go back against AP poll teams. Oregon 2-1 and one, obviously losing to Georgia. Um and then uh UCLA tune one. Let's see. Uh yeah. That that's what it's looking like for the for against top twenty five teams. Going to the SEC. Tennessee four and oh. I think that I got I got Tennessee above Georgia just because Tennessee has had a lot more competition, it feels like at this point. And uh they they they're looking very, very good. But that will be a very good matchup uh, coming up in a few weeks. It looks like Georgia's got to play Florida first, which Florida, you know, they're they're there. They're a tough team. They're one and three in the conference, but um, and you know they've kind of been trending on the downward. They just lost, and then Alabama and LSU. Alabama really uh, benefited from LSU beating Ole Miss. Ole Miss goes down now. Um, they, uh, you know, it for these top three teams in the West, it's it's going to be just um, on your own destiny. You know, you got to win out. The big trade that happened this week, um, the Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. 49ers give up a lot of picks for this trade. Um, now... They give up basically their entire 2023 draft. The thing for the NFL is it's not really like the NBA where if you're like a championship level team, you're probably just going to be picking last. They're obviously championship contenders. The 49ers are in a division that's pretty weak. So getting a guy like McCaffrey, all pro big time guy, is going to be huge. Obviously, he's a bit injury prone. But he's still on the young side. I think it could be worth it. It's taking the pressure off of Jimmy Garoppolo again. When you look at all the weapons the Niners have now, 
They got Kittle. They got Debo. Now they got McCaffrey. Like they, they are stacked in the weapons department. It's going to, it, again though. It's going to be up to the quarterback play of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, obviously, if you can hand the ball off to to CMC, that's definitely going to to help. You know, relieve it a bit for for um, Jimmy Garoppolo, and and it it'll be kind of it'll be kind of cons- uh, exciting to see what they do with, you know, Debo Samuel and uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, different plays they can run up because McCaffrey, he can receive it out of the backfield as well. Uh, if you remember in college, he was definitely an all-around guy returning uh, kicks and punts and everything. I think 49ers after this trade, yeah, considering the way the Rams have struggled this year, I think they got to be the favorites now for the NFC West and definitely be up there in the NFC. Thank you all for watching and listening. Make sure if you are are listening to this on Spotify or Apple or wherever, you leave it a five-star review if you like what you heard and you uh, are enjoying the podcast. And if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, make sure to give it a like and make sure to subscribe for more College Football Weekly podcasts. Hopefully every week. I mean, I try to get this out every week. Yeah, peace.